It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Woo! Everything the big game. Dudes, I watched the entire game. Wow. Really? Sat on my sat That's on my great. couch for four and a half hours. Last week you did the Grammys for I that know. long. I felt like I needed to. And this week the Super Bowl. I'm happy. I was very you. excited because I was I was rooting for the for the Chiefs. Why is that? Because the Phillies fans are awful people. Okay. So um that was very exciting because I I can't watch a game unless I'm rooting for somebody. Oh. Yeah, otherwise, it's super boring. Sure. If so you, you never you enter have... a game and say, "I just want a good game." Like that's what I said last no, night. Just give I me would something say, interesting. I got to pick a team. Mm. Any team, just okay. pick one. Huh. Well, it was quite the interesting game. It Even was great. no matter if wow, you cheered for somebody or didn't care and just wanted some entertainment, you certainly got it. With, for with sure. it being thirty-eight to thirty-five, that's a very high-scoring close. Super Bowl, usually when it gets high scoring, it's like a blowout. But this was, I mean, 38-35, that was something. Well, and nobody was betting on the Chiefs. Like, you know, the guys who do the pregame stuff? Mm -hmm. Every single one of them chose the Chiefs to win. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, the Eagles to win. Really? So I I don't know who it was. One of the players at the end was like, none of you, none of you guys picked us to win. We're the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, so let let me tell you who that was. That's a guy named Travis Kelsey. He's very very fun. He's entertaining. His brother, Jason, was also uh, playing in the game. He's a center for uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. So tough spot for mom, right? Yeah. One of my kids wins. One of them loses. But either way, you win, right? And lose. Either okay. Way you lose. All right. That's. I guess but it depends on your outlook. If you're a mom, he. Um. It was so funny that he said that. It, it, this is such a traditional thing for athletes to say. Even Michael Jordan would say it. That people were betting against them. They just have to contrive a chip on their shoulder. Now, I didn't get to see the pregame. I watched the show. Uh, the the show. I watched the Super Bowl. Um, from a plane on oh, my phone. Sweet. So I was still able to watch most of it. Uh, well, the second half is what I was able to watch, but. The Kansas City Chiefs have been one of the best teams for the last five years, so I just found it laughable when after he was like, nobody oh, picked yeah, us. Yeah, I see. There are a bunch of people. Picked, they're one of the favorites. They have the best quarterback in the NFL, but you know what they have to do? They have to pretend to be underdogs. Mike used to be a football player, yeah. and the coach has to go in there and tell you nobody believes in you out there. It's only us here in this locker room. Let's go prove it. Even if you're undefeated, it's somehow they position like we are the underdog. They got the best quarterback in the game. I thought that was a silly statement by right. Travis. I, I, I'm sure it was tongue in cheek. It wasn't. No, he like really was. They start to believe this. And the rest of us are like, who said that Kansas City didn't have a chance? 
Who who said right. that? So anyway. I hear you. All right. Well, I got some Super Bowl fun facts. Okay. Um, of, of course, we the it is the first Super Bowl with two black starting quarterbacks. Very cool. That's yep. um, Mahomes and Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. That's very cool. Um, I believe it was in 1988, Doug Williams became the first black quarterback back to start a Super Bowl. Um, let's see. Oh, this is interesting. Have you ever wondered how Super Bowl tickets are distributed? You mean like who gets access to buy them? Yes. Like, I guess so. I guess I have. It, so obviously it's not just a free-for-all. On Ticketmaster, there's um, a ticket pie that is divided. So both teams, uh, in this case Kansas City and Philadelphia, got access to 17.5% of the tickets. Hmm. The host team, the Arizona Cardinals, got 5% of the tickets. The remaining 29 teams got 34.8% or 1.2% each. Oh. And then the NFL gets the rest at 25.2%. Huh. I had no idea. I didn't either. May I read this next one? Yeah. I am a uh, first and foremost a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Mm-hmm. Got love for the Vikings, but born and raised in Pittsburgh. So we hate Cleveland, the Cleveland Browns, and we kind of laugh at them. And now another reason, too. Cleveland is the only city with an NFL team that has not gone to the Super Bowl and not hosted. The other teams that have not gone to the game but are in cities that have hosted would be the Detroit Lions, the Houston Texans, and the Jacksonville Jaguars. But Cleveland in no way, shape, or form has ever experienced a Super Bowl. Aw. Suck it, Cleveland! No, I feel bad. <laughs> no, no, they suck! They're already called the Browns. It's sort of a boring name. Like, everybody else said, we're the Jaguars, we're the Jets, because we're fast, we'll be a color. What? Uh, yeah, what is that about? Because everything relates somehow to the city. I don't know. Cleveland, real brown? I, I don't know. Dry? It's just, that's what it is. It's All actually right. named after their first head coach, Paul E. Brown. Thank you. Nice. Okay, that's Mike. sweet. Yeah. That's See? fun. Sorry, little Zamboni over there. Um, they have horns because they should. <laughs> they really should. I bet they have to because the Zamboni to. is so huge. It yeah. could just run somebody over. Uh, this year, Patrick Mahomes did these four things. He won the regular season MVP. He won the Super Bowl MVP. He led the NFL in passing touchdowns, and he led the NFL in passing yards. Only three players have done in a whole career what Patrick Mahomes did this season. Those three other quarterbacks who did it in their career – Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, and Kurt Warner. Hmm. Mahomes did that all this year. Wow. So, yeah, big underdogs, Travis Kelsey. <laughs> Whoa. He looks real young. He's 27. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, he looks like a youngie. And he's very, 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 very rich. He's the richest quarterback in football. Well, apparently he deserves it. Yeah. I mean. If you got a Super Bowl, and, you know, all you got to do, now he's got two Super Bowls. He just he just negotiated his next contract, right? Right. I mean, yeah, oh, two totally. Super Bowls. Like, oh, He's about to get richer. Uh, did you see all the celebs that were there? Yeah. We had Jay-Z. We had Paul <laughs> Rudd. You. I think I'm seeing Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, Gordon Ramsay was there at the beginning of the game. I mean, that's a bit of a Fox plant. It was on Fox. Right. So they're like, right. put him right there. Um, um, Joel McHale. Who has a yes. new Fox show called Animal Control that's coming out? Yeah, that looks kind of fun. He's uh, really he's, muscular. He's, now. he's, a, I like him a lot. He's a nice guy. He was holding that cat, and I'm like, 
That cat looks like it's about one, maybe 30 seconds from turning around and just like... Mauling him? Yeah. It just didn't look trustworthy in that commercial. You always have nice dog commercials. You never really have cat commercials. That's like a rarer thing, Hmm. you know? It's always like, give me a sweet dog commercial. Cats don't get a lot of love during the Super Bowl, traditionally. You're right. They do the puppy bowl. I watch some of that. Yeah. Why not a kitten bowl? That'd be fun, too. Yeah. Let's get her done. Adele was there. Um, The... Um, we'll get to some of this at 10 o'clock, but um, Cheryl Lee Ralph performed. She's from Abbott Elementary. Mm. Um, really cool performance. Oh, uh, yeah. We'll do a breakdown of, of the music last night at the Super Bowl. So uh, Rihanna's halftime show. Talk about that. Some yeah. of, you know, uh, what, what people loved, what some people seem to be giving some shade about. Talk a little bit about that. Uh, Chris Stapleton singing the national anthem. We will let you uh, hear a little bit of that and uh, give you our own reactions to it. Love so that's it. coming up at 10. 10.30 today, we are going to play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. 11.30, DJ Rock Lobster comes in to play Cover Story with us, which is our uh, new favorite game. We don't know how long it will last, but we're going to play it while we can. Also, today is the day that we have to do an hour of the Lori and Julia show. And we have one mission, and it is to destroy that show <laughs> and to tell people... That if you feel, let's just go full political. Like, are you ready for change? Yeah. You know? Then we are your yeah. option. Donna and Steve in the afternoon. No, 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 no. We don't want that time slot. We don't want any time slot but what we have. I want to sleep late, but wouldn't that be good? Then you have more of a traditional get home at dinner time. <sighs> well. You have the whole front end of the day. No, but the later in the day that you work, the whole day is a work day. When you get work done earlier... You free up the rest of your day. But if I told you, hey, and don't forget, you have to get to work. Yeah, you'll for the first couple of weeks say, I'm going to go see a movie at noon. And then you're going to start not enjoying those movies because right. you're like, I got to go You to sold work. me. You sold me. I don't. All I right. will not accept any time slot except this time slot. Forever! We are going to destroy that show today. Yeah. It's the Lori and Julia takeover. Everybody from the station, all the other shows are going to be doing an hour. So I don't know. Maybe we'll just play... On hold music for an hour. Yeah, we could do a bunch of that. We could uh, play like we have like fart noises and stuff I like that. I love it. I love it. We'll do a full segment on modesty since that's like the anti Lori. Like she's like, <laughs> everybody should have their clothes off and just be doing <laughs> stuff. I'll just do like a super modest segment about uh, like high collar blouses. Yes. Um, yeah, it'll be I great. I love it. But first, we have to get through this show. All right. Uh, when we come back, you have an overdue movie review. Yeah, uh, my assignment was Naked Gun, and I think some of you may have watched this along with me, maybe for the first time, maybe for the 12th time. I'll let you know what I thought about that. And then, Donna, you get to take the reins here because Holly is not with us this hour in assigning me the next oh, movie. Okay. Uh, DJ Mike, uh, Mike Lobster, I was called him. <laughs> Zambody, whatever. We'll all come back. We'll talk and have fun. Bye. Hey, good morning. We're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Woo! Is it a national holiday yet? No, still not. You have, still to, not. All right. you have to go to work the day after the Super Bowl. It should be. Well, you know, you don't have to wait for the government. I'm sorry. I'm not going to wait for the government. How about we seek change in this building? You're telling me that Amy Daniels and Dan Seamonster could not just say, all right, we're going to give radio the day off. Right. Because they, they, they get up and entertain people every day. Their whole life 
is research everything they watch, read. Something happens at the grocery store. They're always jotting it down in their notes app just to entertain you people. Preach. So why don't they? Oh, they did. They gave Lori and Julia the day off. Right. And we are going to. And we get punished. Crap for on their show. <laughs> How do we take it down? <laughs> I, don't I know. mean, let's just yeah. say this is an opportunity for my talkers to uh, to breathe in a different fragrance from three to six. Oh, I like it. Uh, is Holly going to be with us? Is Mike going to be with us? Which producer do we get? It's going to be Holly. I'm going to be okay. all the way until three, and then Holly steps in for those three hours. Oh, she does those three. Yep. Oh, okay, yep. so that's wow. why we have you now. That's Unsung why you got heroes. me. Yes. And now, normally, Holly would be here for the overdue movie review, yeah. uh, but Mike is here, and he's got an intro to play and everything. Oh, this is long overdue. Oh, overdue movie review. Classic movie. You've never seen that before. You've never seen it? It's the best. Tell us, Steve. Any words for our viewers at home? What do you think, Steve? We would love to hear your thoughts. Let's face it. This is long overdue. It's overdue. (laughs) It's overdue. That was a little bit everything right there. Uh, The reason that we came up with this segment a little over a month ago was because Holly was referencing pop culture movies, just big movies that you would know. Sure. And I was like, oh, I haven't seen that. And then the disappointment on Holly's face. Oh, she was like, oh. There was shock and awe. Steve. And uh, so then we started going through a list one day of what are some, we're not the greatest, and this isn't AFI's top 100 films of all time. These are just cultural touchstones, pop culture, right. movie references, stuff like that. Right. So our my uh, first movie was Clue, which was a garbage festival for an hour and 40 minutes. Uh, it was just so I lame agree. and dumb. Uh, the second movie was Galaxy Quest. Far, yes, Galaxy Quest with Tim Allen. Great movie. Oh, yes, we <laughs> like that. That was that was a funny movie. That was fun. Uh, the third one was Fargo, which was uh, very very intense. And though I didn't love it. I really enjoyed the writing of it. The right, it was tight writing, Coen Brothers kind of writing, and so it actually made me feel a little bit better about the Coen Brothers style. Sure. As I watched that, so uh, that was sort of my mixed bag of from Fargo, and then this week, Naked Gun was the movie. There was another movie that had been recommended, but then I, I referenced in passing that I had never seen Naked Gun, and this came because I had seen a clip on Instagram, I think from Naked Gun thirty three and a third. Yes. And it was of Leslie Nielsen talking with this woman at a party, and he says, uh, your dog's got a strange-looking face. And she said, that's because you're looking at his butt. <laughs> and then he looked down, and he paused, and he said, well, he's probably not going to enjoy that treat that I just fed him. <laughs> and I thought that was so funny. Such Lou, a funny Later that day, movie. Lou is. I had seen it earlier. Lou is trying to <laughs> tell me a thing. I had to go pick up uh, Adeline and her. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer.
her friends from rehearsal were in charge of the carpool that day. She's like, now listen, this one girl lives here, and then the other... Are you listening? And I just keep smirking and laughing because I'm thinking (laughs) of Leslie Nielsen delivering that line. So then they said, okay, you got to see Naked Gun. Watched it last week. I actually watched it, I think, last Tuesday night. I got it done really early because I was going on a trip. My full Colorado breakdown coming up at 930. But I watched it. O.J. Simpson, by the way. He starts that movie. He is he is in it before the opening credits are over. You've seen Orenthal James Simpson on the big screen mm-hmm. acting. It is... I was disappointed, and here's why. Not that I didn't find anything funny. There are funny little moments. It's just totally ham-fisted, self-aware, overt attempts at goofy comedy. That is Naked Gun. Mm-hmm. But nothing struck me as funny as the clip that I saw. Okay. So it's almost like when you've watched a trailer and all the best bits are in the trailer. That one clip, I was wanting more of those moments and they just didn't quite get there for me. So it was was good. It was it was fine. You know, it's sophomoric sort of humor. It's it's solid. Now, I find out from our buddy, uh, Chris Howland of Chanhassen Dinner Theaters, she said that. The writer is from Minnesota. Did you know that? The writer oh, of Naked Gun? Well, what's his name? And if you say well, his name, I'll know. Uh, hang on one second. Everybody just cool it. I mean, everybody's going uh, crazy oh, right now. Pat Profs? Oh, yeah. We know Pat. Yeah. Is that? Yeah. yeah. He's fabulous. Mm-hmm. Do, do you know him? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Um, other credits include, I, I'm trying to find it. I can't find her text. Um, but there are other movies that we would know as well. Uh, that he wrote. Oh, yes. many. Hot Shots. Um, Hot Shots Part 2. Part 2. Right. <laughs> it's great that they named it that. Wrongfully um, Accused. Yeah. So anyway, it's cool that there's that Minnesota connection. Um, uh, but if I had to give it sort of just in terms of it making me laugh out loud at home while I watched it, that one clip, 10 out of 10. I okay. mean, it was just so stinking funny. But it, I think that was from 33 and a third. Okay. Um, oh, Naked oh. Gun itself. I mean, I think I would give it like a 6 out of 10. Okay. Have you seen Airplane? No. Okay, same thing. Same thing, though, right? Yeah. 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 And don't call me Shirley or whatever. Yeah. Um, Okay, so now it's time for the next homework assignment that I have that all of you can listen uh, listen along and watch along with us, and then we review it each Monday morning. And I believe that Zamboni has the assignment for me. Oh, actually, I do not. Oh, I I emailed Holly and said, hey, uh, just wondering what Steve's next movie assignment is. And she said, Mike has it. Oh, Oh. I have the the open. I guess I I must have missed that. Oh, Oh. all right, Donna, you're in control again. I think she already took off because she's got to be back this afternoon. Maybe she said it to me and it's just in the rush of everything going on. I totally missed it. That could have happened. We could also take some suggestions. Uh, Do you want... uh, do you want funny? Do you want scary? W- uh, not scary. W- what if... Oh, it's so long. I don't think I want to say the Green Mile. Nah, you don't have to see that. I've never seen the Green Mile. Yeah. Um, we could take suggestions. Why don't, how about this? We'll, we'll sort of hand it over to the listeners. We'll decide by the end of the hour. Donna and Steve show at mytalk1071.com. Um, we'll, we'll f- take your suggestions and then we'll make up our mind by the okay. end of this hour for the next overdue movie review. Yeah, that sounds fun. All right. That sounds great. Uh, don't forget, coming up today, 1130, cover story, 1030, College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Which, by the way, I made no headway on. Did Matt Belanger win? Yeah. Both times? 
Uh, nope, you took the first one. And uh, okay. call, Caller Allen did uh, did Donna no favors. He, oh, really? He yeah. crushed it all by himself. He didn't even need Matt. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's good. That means I'm still up the same amount that I was when I left. So uh, we'll get back into those games at 1030. When we return, you may have noticed, Donna, I'm wearing a Breckenridge, Colorado sweatshirt. I noticed. Touristy gear. Um, I'm different now. I'm different. I'm changed because of a Colorado trip. I'm going to tell you the highs and lows and what a listener told me a day late and a dollar short. That's next. Good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Uh, Steve just gave us his overdue movie review of The Naked Gun. Six out of ten. Okay. I mean, it is what it is, right? It's just, yeah. you know, after a while, it's, the jokes get stale. You're like, okay, Yeah, but there are they're, they're very, you know, like funny, silly bits in it. You just right. have to kind of give yourself over to to what they're doing. Right. You know? Yes. Um, okay, well. The steamroller at the end is pretty funny. I don't even remember. It just steamrolls over a, a, a the bad guy's body, falls off of a ledge at a baseball stadium. Spoiler alert. Sorry. And then a steamroller comes over him. And then, oh, first, like a marching band <laughs> walks over him. It's, it's funny. It's funny. It's funny. Well, Holly has a suggestion. Holly Roberts? Yeah. Okay. Is she on the phone or what's happening? She sent an email. Okay. And said, can he watch The Shining? <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. You will? I'll do it. All right. There you go. You've been, tr- you've been pushing this for a while. Dawn was pushing it for a while. We read Stephen King a couple summers ago. Yeah. You might think this one's a little bit of a slow burn. Plus, I'm a big fan of the old Tonight Show. Okay. Here's Johnny. Is Do not here? watch it with the kids. Okay. Like, they shouldn't hear anything. Yeah, well, listen, I just watched Fargo, and that wasn't, I mean, exactly. Uh, I, I did that with my remote listening with my AirPods. So that's what I'll have to do with The Shining. Okay. That way I'll make sure that no one... But visually, I don't... They It it can be traumatizing. I believe the same for Fargo. <laughs> there was an axe. There were a lot of bad things there. Yeah, there I didn't were. just come out of a Disney movie. That's why... So I listen, and I listened at times until I knew everybody was asleep with one AirPod in my left ear. Yep. So that then I had an open ear in case there was a little pitter-patter of feet. And somebody coming down. Okay. I don't want to inadvertently change the trajectory of their lives. All right. I'll find out what the runtime is. Yeah, um, I bet you it's I bet you it's an hour and fifty. I think it's gonna do better than two hours. No, 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 no. Uh hold on. Two twenty six. Yeah. Son of a gun. <laughs> well, watch it in parts. Yeah, maybe. You got the shine. I watched <laughs> Galaxy Quest in parts. I was watching a little bit of it on the uh, treadmill at the gym. Can I watch this, or is it going to be like the person next to me is going to be like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, no, the person next to you is going to be like, what is he doing? That's ridiculous. Yeah, what's motivating him? Why is... But then maybe I'd run faster. Like, when, when uh, 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 you know, Jack, Jack Nicholson, Nicholson is coming through the door or whatever with the axe, maybe that'll make me run faster, inadvertently, subconsciously. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Anyway... I remember this time last week when I was just some normal, stupid idiot who yes. hadn't been on a ski trip. But now I have, and I'm a different person. You can now email me. I changed my email. 
Dat Breck boy at mytalk1071.com. Oh awesome. I took a trip. This was on a whim. I told my brother last summer, hey, I'd like to go skiing sometime. And he, come to find out, loves skiing, has taken some trips with other friends. It was like, Steve, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's commit. Let's do it. And I was like, eh, let's just talk about it. And then he called me after Christmas, please, Moise, and he said, hey, I'm in. Our cousin who we grew up living in the same neighborhood as, our cousin Ryan, Ryan and his wife, they're in. Are you guys in? So I read the text message to Lou, and she was like, all right, let's just do it. So we commit to it without doing a lot of preparation. It was, it felt kind of rushed. My brother really preparing, getting excited. He's done it before. Ours was a little more like by the time last week rolled around, I was like, crap, did I get the right things like snow pants and goggles and the stuff that you're supposed to wear when you ski. So it, it kind of came up. It felt sudden in many ways uh, for us. We get there and we go, we stay in this place called Frisco, Frisco, which is right outside of Breckenridge. And um, it's a cute little ski town. First, we get there and the, the little Airbnb that we were at was fantastic. And you're just looking out in this town of Frisco, you look out. And there are just snow-covered mountains right there. Like, you're at the base of mountains. They're just there. And so you're looking out the windows. And it kind of felt, it it was just so gorgeous. And I watch a lot of travel videos on Instagram. And you'll see these really beautiful things. And sometimes you wonder, particularly because they're often played with music, is it that pretty in person? It's prettier. Mm. It's prettier in person Mm -hmm. is what it is. That's, That's the one thing I found. The beauty of... The mountains, snow-covered, was really, really amazing. We ski the first day at this place called Ski Cooper, the second day at Breckenridge. Now, Breckenridge is a real deal place. Ski Cooper is a, if if you plopped it down in the middle of Minnesota, it'd be like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Colorado standards, it's a smaller spot. It's only got, I think, maybe like 50 total runs, whereas like Breckenridge, I think, has over 200 different trails that you can go on. Holy cow. Really? Three peaks, different peaks. It's it's huge. So Ski Cooper I go to. Haven't skied in like 15 or 20 years. I get on. We go down a little green circle. And I was like, okay, I'm vibing. I feel this. The muscle memory is there. Let's go. So then we go and we ski. And it was great. Every time we went up the lift, it was just absolutely gorgeous. Uh, there were some times that if I was alone on the lift, um, I would have my AirPods in. And was, you know, me in movie scores. Now, as you're listening to a movie score and you're smoothly going up and you look and there are gorgeous evergreen trees everywhere, snow covered. And then you turn around and there are just mountain peaks that are covered. It was really stunningly gorgeous. Mm. This whole thing, the place where we were, Frisco, Breckenridge, uh, Leadville, absolutely gorgeous. So that was great. I did pretty well the first day. I only fell down once, and it was when I suddenly went into powder, and so your skis kind of go down, and suddenly like you fall down, go boom. Did pretty well. The second day, we went to Breckenridge, and my brother, Scooty, said, "Do you you get to make the call. Do you want to go to Breckenridge? Because it's, it's more intense. It's There are more people there, and the let's say the blue squares, you know, you have green circle, easy, blue square, intermediate, black diamond, expert level. Be okay. careful. Double black at your own risk. The blue squares at the first place that I went and the second place, not created equally. I would liken it to like if you're like an eighth grade basketball team and you're like, this is great. And we're fun <laughs> and having a good time. And then you go to the other school and you're like, are they in eighth grade? 
Like it looks like they're on testosterone right, and right. Uh, you're like, holy crap. <laughs> That's Breckenridge compared to Ski Cooper. Okay. Gorgeous. Absolutely stunning. And the, we, we get there and it's fun. You take a gondola up from the base of the town up to the base of the peaks that you're going to be going up. So it's really pretty. But the first half of the day, I get on a blue square, and I'm like, this isn't like yesterday's blue square. This is different. They're steeper. The grades are steeper. You're going faster. The nerves are getting to me a little bit more. And I'm like, okay, we got this. First half of the day went smoothly. Each time I get to the bottom, I was the worst skier of the bunch. We had two snowboarders, two skiers. and uh, But they were like, Lou? Steve, you're doing great. Lou didn't go at all. She can't. Her neck's jacked oh, up. She's had gotcha. multiple surgeries. They're... So she's like, what, shopping? She uh, she went snowshoeing the first day in Vail. Okay, that's uh, fun. Uh, with one of the girls that was there. And then the second day, uh, they went and got a massage, which they both said was probably the worst massage they've ever had. What? Uh, called afterward and were like, this was terrible. And they like returned their money. After they had like read reviews and everything, the sister-in-law is like, that was terrible. I have to talk to the owner. Calls oh, my him. gosh. Yeah, so that wasn't exactly the relaxing thing, but it was a great story. So then she got a massage. That second day, we went shopping in downtown Breckenridge on Saturday, which was just really, really cute. It's just a great little downtown area. You start to get seduced by that ski culture, mountain mm-hmm. culture. Uh, but Breckenridge, I'm there. Second day, we go, we stop at a restaurant. Up midway up the mountain, right? And you go in and it's jam-packed, skiers everywhere, everybody's tired and they need more fuel to keep going. Something happened. I come out of there. The very first uh, time that we try skiing, like we get out of the restaurant and now let's go ski, everybody. For the first time, Stevie Boy falls, loses a ski. You know, they pop off. They're meant to pop off. Sure. I go, get it back on. Fall down immediately after that. And I was like, what is going on here? So now I'm starting to get a little bit rattled. And I get on again. And once you get on and you've already fallen and your skis have fallen off and the rest of your group is at the base of the mountain because they are faster than you. And they're like, all right, go there, hang a left and then a right. Very confusing. Breckenridge, you can make a wrong turn and be on a black diamond in a jiffy. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Oh. Anyway, I get it on. But then once you get back in your skis... Snap. You are now going down the hill again and you're on a steep grade and it's you're moving all over again. So then I do that and then I fall again and I'm like realizing my legs aren't doing the thing. I know what they're supposed to be doing. The left ski is not coming when I'm trying to turn to the right. It's why what is happening? I then get to a point. Did you have a flat? More or less. <laughs> it's like in baseball, they call it a case of the yips, where it's just everything, like the wheels fall off. So then I start looking. And I get on one hill earlier in the day, and I'm like, this is like the 405. There are just people coming everywhere. Nobody's using their blinker. And I'm like, Emma, please don't hit into me. And I'm trying to look around to make sure that I'm not cutting somebody off either. And uh, the the snow started to get a little more tightly packed. And so you started hearing a little more ice underneath you. So the traction's going a little bit. The combination of falling multiple times in a short period of time and then uh, feeling like my legs were just totally giving out and not doing the thing that I wanted them to do. And then getting afraid of me plowing into somebody or somebody plowing into me because of my lack of technique that was suddenly rapidly plummeting. I mean, I cannot express to you how quickly I went from I'm doing pretty good here to, oh, my gosh, I cannot ski at all anymore. I then go in. This would be me on a golf course. <laughs> you know, like you the people just, behind me would be like, oh, for the love. It was so one. strange. So then I see an Instagram <clears throat> message later that night from, I presume, a listener. And she said, 
I hear you're going to Breckenridge, and I have advice for you. I'm 35. I work out all the time. I'm in great shape. So I'm- This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Not like not, you know, messaging you from the couch mid bag of chips. Mm-hmm. And I've skied since I was a kid. You just need to know that Breckenridge is a different beast than whatever you might be used to around here if you oh. skied in Minnesota. And their blue squares are like legit blue squares. They are not all created equally. So be prepared. And then she so said... Wait, the blue is the beginner. Middle. No, green is oh. green is easy. Blue is intermediate. Black is expert. Oh, you went right to blue on this There one. were hardly any greens. I cannot... Uh, where where were the greens? They were very difficult to find. Blues gotcha. and those okay, steep hills. I see. I see. And I'm trying to do my best. But she said... And again, bear, bear in mind, she works out all the time, all that. She said, your legs are going to go. By your second day, they're going to go. And you're, you're going to, you just need to be prepared for that. I read this after they went, but then I felt validated and seen. I talked to my brother, Scooty. He goes down. He cramps up at one point, And he said to me, it was like after lunch, I realized that my legs were so beat that they weren't doing the thing that I told them to do. And I was like, the same thing happened Is to me. Is it the snow? Like the snow is packed differently? No, no. This is all, I mean, it is. It's all but muscle. But it's all about your legs. And once your mm-hmm. legs start to feel fatigued, and now the muscles are not oh, implementing the out. technique, okay. it's not like you're just going to fall. It's that the thing that your body is used to doing, it's not doing them at, at the speed. And if they don't do it in the right speed, then you fall down, go boom. Because okay. if you have a ski that's trailing, you're down. So then what happened? You just so then I, 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 yes, I, I very cautiously skied to the bottom. Went, got a course, and met them. And I said, hey, I've had a great day and a half of skiing. I'm going to take the next couple of hours and just chill. You know, the mountain shuts down at 4 o'clock. But he got to do, Scooty ended up doing this thing where you can ski from the mountain and then skip the bus ride down or the gondola ride down to town. And instead, you can ski all the way down to town. And it was really, I wasn't able to get there because when I said, hey, how do I get to that 4 o'clock thing? Because I know that's an easy trail. And she said, oh, the first thing you have to do is you have to, you're two lifts away from that. You need to get up, go up this lift, and it's all blue squares down. And I was like, well, that's a problem. And then she said, <laughs> and then you need to go up another lift and then blue square your way down until you meet meet the green that will take you into town. All of that being said, it was a fabulous trip. And it was so good. The conversations that we had, the Aww. shopping, the food was great. Um, it was all just wonderful. And everybody in the group was like, we really need to do this again. Where do we want to go next awesome. year? So it was, it was just fabulous. And I'm- Hey guys, welcome back to the show. 
Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. We got the big Z with us for this first hour. Hey, hey. Lucky us. Bambi. Hey, are you a skier? I am not. I tried one time, went down the bunny hill, ski got caught, flipped my leg over, pulled all the tendons in my left knee and said, that's good for me. Yep. So that's that's what really started making me nervous was there was a time that I fell and I felt my leg twisting and then the ski pops off as it's supposed to. But I feel like you're more, it's more likely that you would have a serious leg injury on skis than on a snowboard. And I think with snowboarders, you're more likely to have a wrist or head injury. Mm. But I'm thinking the only way that I'll go back on a ski trip like that is by getting lessons because mm-hmm. that really enhances your confidence. And then once you know a few little things, hey, when this is happening, here's what's really happening underneath you, and that's a good sign or that's a bad sign. Sure. But I also think I might switch to snowboarding because my thought is take Lila and Grayson, two of my kids who have expressed interest in ski-ish kind of stuff, and say, let's all go get snowboard lessons together. And Cute. we'll take a few of them together. They'll get really good quick. But I feel like snowboarding would be a little less scary to me. I don't know why I feel that way. And if you uh, have well, any experience you almost both, tell me. feel like you're trapped in the skis. You know what I mean? Like you're at the mercy of your feet yep. being tied. It, it's like when you go bike riding and you, you have the clips. But in truth, you're more trapped in a snowboard. Because a snowboard, when you fall, it does not pop off. Like they, they don't have the... The design is not that if something starts to twist that it pops off. That's the case with skis. That's why you lose a ski, it goes down the hill, and now you're hobbling down there. Hmm. With a snowboard, you are you're really locked in. So I actually feel I've snowboarded one time, felt a little bit more trapped in the snowboard. But I don't it's know more why. Fun, I think. I feel like you should stick to snow tubing. Like no, me. Donna. They <laughs> had it's tubing so there. much fun. Oh my god, you just laugh so hard. Yeah, I've never seen someone on a snow tube <laughs> not having a good time. Just laughing your face off. Yeah, that's that's more my speed. I'll stick to that. Thank you, Donna. Can't teach you an old dog new trick. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Steve, did you get to see any of the... uh, commercials i did yep okay did you come away with there were so many at first you know they always save the better ones for later in the game and just like the game and the halftime show they just felt kind of underwhelming we'll get your halftime show review yeah just a few minutes coming up at 10 o'clock yeah um they just kind of felt like, okay, but there were a few that I laughed out loud pretty hard. Um, I thought the Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul um, popcorners ad was pretty good. Yeah, was here's, here's a little bit of it. Yo, these are the bomb. And they're air popped, not fried. Popcorners? You're an artist. Actually, Jesse, it's just basic ingredients. No, we don't eat our own supply. Mr. White! Jesse, everyone's going to want to taste. <laughs> and I know just the guy to talk to. Tuco Salamanca. What are these? We call them popcorners. Say their name. <laughs> <laughs> popcorners! 
Time! 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 Yeah! <laughs> what kind of stuff do you have? You've got six signature flavors, yeah. Seven! You make seven! This is actually an expanded version of the one that was on the, uh, yeah. Popcorn. Oh, it is? That, the one that was on the uh, Super Bowl was just a 30-second ad, and it was much tighter, and this was uh-huh. even funnier oh. because there's more content to it. I could have sworn this that was the one that I saw. Um, but it, very funny. Very funny. Then there was, um, by the way, I've never had those popcorners. Everybody talks about them. Like they're amazing. I don't like air in a chip. Oh, I see. I want the chip to be flat. <clears throat> I don't like that. How about bugles? I liked them when I was a kid. <laughs> I wouldn't reach for them now. All right. It's fine. Flatten them out. You give me a Frito Lay? Sure. Okay. Sorry I blew up. Um, there was my all my favorite of the night, I have to say, I think was the one with Jack Harlow. Did you see that one? I did not see that one. That might be the only one that I didn't see. It might be more visual. I'm not sure, but can we? I do have a You have it. Yep. All right, let's just listen to it a little bit. It's so funny. It's not right. Nah, I need to try something new. He looks at a Doritos, and then he sees the triangle. <laughs> now he's performing the triangle at a concert. <laughs> and the fans you go up. What rap for a triangle? I gotta do me miss. No, no, no. It's ding, 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 ding. Not ding, 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 ding. Yes, yes, yes. We are sold out of triangles, but we still have cowbells. <laughs> <laughs> the triangle has replaced the British pound. Jack Harlow did it again. Ding, ding, ding. Triangle by Harlow. And Triangle Player of the Year goes to... (laughs) And then he looks like, really? (laughs) He's playing a piano-sized triangle at the end. (laughs) Uh, I was really thinking outside the box. I thought that was great. I thought the, um, the Blue Moon commercial was pretty cool. I thought that was creative. It was like, is it a Miller Lite commercial or is it a Coors Light commercial? You got these two guys, they engage in this epic ninja battle inside of a bar, and they're like, it's a Miller commercial. No, it's a Coors commercial. And then, boom. I mean, this is like a 60 second ad. And at the very end, right in front, it says, no, it's a Blue Moon commercial. Boom. Ooh. And then it moves. And the reason is because they're all owned by the same parent company. Got it. But. To the average viewer, it was like, whoa. Yeah, it was a fun little plot twist. Yeah, there were there were some good ones. Will Ferrell was in a good one. Um How about the Amazon dog commercial? Did you see it? Was it the one about the dog getting older? That one? No, this was a dog that was sleeping in bed with the kids, wake up, would watch him in from the window as the family drove away. Mm-hmm. And it would start out really sweet. And then as time went on, he started like chewing up remotes and stuff. And then I was like, you know, oh, I didn't oh see what's that going one. on? And so it went from sweet to this dog is becoming a problem, tearing up everything when they leave. And then they go on to Amazon and they order a a, a kennel. And then you see the kennel, it arrives, and then you see the kennel in the car and you're like, oh my gosh, are they getting rid of this dog? And then they bring the kennel and they set it in front of the dog in the house and they say, are you ready? And I'm like, oh my word, they're getting rid of this dog. They open the door to the kennel. And another dog runs out. He needed a companion, oh, another dog, dog to occupy him so he wouldn't eat everything. Love it. On the flip side of the, the favorites, I, the Duncan Benefer one. Oh, I thought that was really cute. Oh, you did? Yes. I, I thought it was real messy and let's, weird. Let's just take a break. All right, fine. We'll be right back.